There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Ok, en honor of Latinos Out Loud, winning an award this past week. That's all right, right, my question to you uh -huh. is, uh -huh. all right, um, what's the most memorable award you've ever received? Wow. Okay, uh, Mike. All right, so like in, from fourth to sixth grade, I won some physical achievement award where I had to do a certain amount of push-ups, squats, and uh, sit-ups. grade? Yeah, in fourth to sixth grade. And I'm going to just pretty much say it. I cheated in sixth Where'd grade. Where'd you grow up? The Middle East? Like, no, in Connecticut. This? They okay. did that in Connecticut. Jeez. So that's mine. It was a three-peat. Nice. Well, in 1981, I won third place in the PAL uh, poetry contest. I won third Frank, place. Frank, you won a poetry contest? Yeah, I won third place. Excuse me? 1981. <laughs> what was, I, I was like nine. What was seven. second place? Roses are red, violets are blue? <laughs> I got four dibs, and my name is Frank Nibs. <laughs> um, okay, uh, I actually was a tomboy growing up, you guys. No, so my no mother's way. basement no is... Way. Full of trophies. Whoa. Bowling, softball, softball throw. I came in second place in yeah, like the school know. Olympics for softball throw. But I think my most proud moment was actually it's a tie between my high school baton twirling days oh and um, the Spirit Loyalty and Devotion Award I got in day camp. That's that was a big one. That's a lot of things in that award that you had to get. <laughs> it's like Spirit Loyalty Sounds and made Devotion. Up. You have Spirit and Loyalty, but are you devoted enough? I am. Uh, mine's um, I did a lot of child pageants when I was younger so um, I won second place trophy for uh, Mr. Young Washington Heights um, 1996 um, I killed it in the swimsuit competition though I'm gonna tell you that right now we need to see my 13 year old physique was on point the Latinos out loud podcast Oh my god, I just vomited. That was the award-winning yo 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 by Loca. Everything we do today, guys, can we just make a pact? Can we just make a pact right now? You got it. Everything on this episode has to be award-winning. Yeah, oh yeah. 
everything. Like, Frank, this is going to be the best Frank Spiracy news. Yeah. It's an award-winning Frank Spiracy. Yes. James Ma- Bochy to bite. Mike, when you fart during the podcast, it has to be an award-winning fart. <laughs> oh, no doubt. All award-winning. It's going to be like 19 seconds. For the most smelliest award. <laughs> oh, and yeah. traveling with you is... Uh, well, oh, excuse, we get to know them very well. Excuse me. You're in Excuse me. You know that, right? Excuse me. I have a witness here. I'm so happy <laughs> Frank was able to travel with us. Okay, oh, Rachel, just in case yeah. no one knows, hasn't seen the- J- Jamie always brings it back. Yeah. Hasn't, oh, hasn't yeah. looked at the Latinos All Out Instagram page recently. Can you tell them- can you tell me what happened this past week? I'm, I'm happy to divulge, um, but first I want to say that this is the Latino... Oh, I'm sorry. This is the award-winning Latinos Out Loud podcast. Oh, yeah. Thank you, baby. Yeah. Episode number yeah. 17. Yeah, baby. <laughs> and who are you, by the way? You're the award-winning who? Rachel La Loca. Okay, and you I'm, are? I'm the award-winning Juan Bago. Woo! Frank Nibs, a.k.a. Frank Spiracy. Award-winning Award-winning Frank, winning you were there. Frank? Yeah, yes, definitely. Award-winning Jay first. Yes! Yes! It feels good. Award-winning in front of anything is the bomb. Right. I feel like I have a little pep to my step. You know, I'm like really, you know, I have an award-winning, yeah. <laughs> Just everything. Your posture is award-winning. Thank I'm, you. I'm looking at it and I'm like, wow, I you're fe- standing up tall. I feel, you know, I feel brand new. You do? Oh, Frank. Ooh. Oh, my God. Frank was, Frank. wow. Okay, back to Jamie's statement earlier. Yes. In case you guys have not seen our Instagram page or Facebook or Twitter or have heard me yell from my shower on the Upper East Side of Manhattan for the last couple of days. Um, the Latinos Allowed podcast went down the his- to the Hispanicized Conference in Miami, and it was Frank, Bago, and myself representing for the squad. Yo. Yeah. Okay? And we took home the trophy for best podcast yeah. content creator. Even though the whole time, Rachel's like, we're not going to win. I did we're not going to win. She reversed Hi, my name is Logo. We're not going to win tonight. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I did that on purpose because, well, first of all, I wasn't sure if we were going to win. You okay. know, do you really <clears throat> ever know? I mean, these awards were kept pretty on the hush, low. Hush, hush, hush. Yes. And second of all, I just feel like if you set yourself up for low expectations, mm. when that gift, when that, when that, when those words were uttered from stage, mm. Mike, what did you feel? Mm. What did you feel when they said Juan Bago and Ooh. Rachel La Loca? I had like chills, uh, and chills coming up my spine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because, you know, I think we'll go, we'll go in order because the trip alone was award winning, right? Oh, the, yeah. Besides that, oh, like, yeah. I'm glad, like I said, I'm so glad for the first time traveling with you that I had a witness. <laughs> that I'd be like, you see? See what I have to deal with? This is crazy. What but, you have to deal with. Yes. But so bad. We weren't even sitting with each other, and we'll tell you why later on. But when I heard the name, I just lost it. Like, I was just in shock. Wow. It was just yeah. such a great feeling. Did you get like a mild erection? Because sometimes, like, if I get nervous, I get, like, my little erections. And Are I'm you like, serious? Oh. You get boners? <laughs> yeah, you never had... The guys know well, what I'm I talking don't. about. Oh, yeah, Wait, you want to... No, that's not normal. Whenever you were late for... <laughs> whenever you were, like, late for class, you wouldn't get, like, a little bit hard on that? Like, Jamie, no? uh, Oh, my God. <laughs> Jamie, really? I Jamie. thought this was, like, a guy thing. I guess it's just, like, a me thing. No, it's a, it's it's a you thing, Jamie. Well, now I'm getting, now I'm getting nervous. And now I'm, you need help. Are I you getting come, an erection right I'm now? I'm getting a little erection right now. Jamie! Because I thought that you guys would agree with me on this. Anyway, moving on. Continue. So let's take it to the top. Let's take it from the top. Here. Please. All right. It was a great time. Great time. It was great traveling. Um, but it was some revealing stuff. Okay. First off, mm. I just want to say, um, back in 2010, I traveled with Frank. 
uh, and we went to Dominican Republic, but we had separate rooms, right? So this time around, we stayed in an Airbnb in a condo, and Frank was my my roommate, and you know we had a little bit of drinking, whatever, and Frank snored. Oh, oh, no, Frank, you kept me up, bro. <laughs> Who me? Yo, dude, like it's it was word. crazy. No, yes, you did, and we have audio no. of you snoring. Get out, so of you here. can hear. Oh, it while Mike, it is. you are foul. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yo, that's me? No. Yo, get out of here. Yo. That's not fake. No. That's, that's not that's, fake news. I swear to you. I swear to you. Oh, you. Sophie hit me up that morning. She's like, hey, how you doing? I was like, I feel like there's a possessed lawnmower in the room. <laughs> With me, it was like a chainsaw. It's so high pitched; it Yo. doesn't even sound like it comes out of your Frank, big body. Is that body. how you normally snore? I think I got that app, the sleep apnea thing. You yeah. got the app? You have I, undiagnosed I, sleep apnea. I need definitely. that. I think I need that mask. You need that that big ass machine mask. Oh or, my oh god! Man. Yeah, I swear to God, if we weren't friends. I would have stabbed you. <laughs> I, it was just like, damn, yo. And we needed to be rested for the next day, and it was just forget about it. So My, my bad, Mike. But but in, in defense to you, man, it was awesome to have you because Thank you. we were taking rides from the Uber because obviously we were staying a little far from the actual, uh, where the conference was. And every time we went into the Uber, Frank would sit in the front, and he would end up talking for a half an hour with the Uber driver. It's amazing. So it was I had, great. I had a guy from Cuba that came like two weeks. Uh, you adjusted your accent to every. Right, Uber he, driver. He, one of the Uber drivers <laughs> when we were going to the event, he he just literally came from Cuba like a month, and he was telling me like he came, he swam over from Cuba. No, he and, didn't. Yes, and he was an Uber driver, and I was like, he I was like, Get did you tell him Uber. you were an Uber driver? Yeah, we started. Oh. That's how we started conversating. And then, you? were you talking like you were like Tony Montana to like match with him? Like, <laughs> yes. Hey, why don't you ride in my little uh, Cadillac? So, something like that, Jamie. It was amazing. Then we had a Puerto Rican driver, and then you did your papa. I did my papa. Papa. Nene. Bendito nene. But thank you, Frank, because I You're know welcome, that Rachel guys. and I would have had to speak to the, the Uber driver for a half an hour. Said we were able to do some business because you took care of that. And now we could be honest because we were acting mad sick. Like, Frank, you have the longest legs. Go ahead, sit in the front. It, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't about that, Frank. Oh, really? Wow. Mike was having, I, I mean. Uh, I mean, we were in an escalade. Frank, like, was, <laughs> Frank, I would listen to a podcast of you talking to other Uber drivers. Oh, in in, in the front seat with Frank Nibs. Yo, it was a like reverse shotgun. We're like, you got shotgun. Yeah. Boom, sit. Go ahead, call hello. Uh, and then also the great thing about having you there, too, is that everyone thought you were our bodyguard. Yeah. Yes. So that. it was kind of, you were like our ship e- knight. Everybody was asking me, like, who are, who's, that's that's Mike, that's Mike, that's Bago, that's Boca. I was like, yeah, you can't talk to them right now. <laughs> so I had a few of those, you know. I had I had everybody away from you guys, by the way. I didn't even want to bother you guys. You did a good job, Frank. Thank you, guys. Nobody bothered us. It was great. Let's get to the, Let's Except get, for the one. We'll let's get to the meat that. and potatoes. What are the meat and potatoes? I actually came up with a customized, thank you, Anthony, uh, customized intro about what I'm about to talk about right now. Oh, come on. Carlos. And now it's time for Traveling with... Yalorga. <laughs> it's scary. Scary. Oh, my God. <laughs> really, Mike? Really? So, um, when was the last time we traveled together? We It was uh, L.A. last year, right? Yes, April. And I experienced, you know, it was whatever. But one thing that I do notice traveling with Rachel, especially when it comes to eating, 
it's not your fault, Rachel. I mean, I'm not pointing fingers, but just drama comes to her. Like yeah. it's just, it's just. And Frank, you saw it. You saw it I manifest. It. I told, I told you. I said I love Boca. She takes her food seriously, just like me. I mean, I like food. Well, and you don't get I down. I like it the you way take... I want it. I like but forty percent of your food is spit from the way people get upset. <laughs> how you have to deal with some stuff. If you're gonna enter the food service industry, shouldn't you like take pride and give people what they want? I agree, Boca. So you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Like we're in the podcast industry right now, and I don't come here and fuck up the podcast. Hmm. I come here and I work my ass off to deliver the best content I possibly can. Wow. This is true. A- amen. Woo. Thank so, you. That was an award-winning monologue. I, I, I told you, everything has to be award-winning. I mean, are you guys not hearing me? <laughs> All right, so check it. So it started off with lunch, and we were at the restaurant. Oh, no, it's... <laughs> Wait, I don't want to put her on blast, but it started off with breakfast, remember? Uh, of course. Okay, without putting... <laughs> How can we... Okay, no, I'm not telling this story. <laughs> Goodbye. All right, now, look, someone promised you some breakfast. It showed up like four hours late. Ooh. So you get to see Damn. the... What was it? What was the nickname I was giving you? You were hungry and cranky. Hankry. You, she was hankry. <laughs> it was it's so It's when you're annoying. cranky and, and hungry combined together. But not only were you saying that to me, everybody who we bumped into, they were like, watch out for Rachel, she's hankry. I'm like, yo, Mike, I haven't seen this girl in a year. She's from San Antonio. Like, why would you introduce or like say, like, why would you say that? What's hankry mean? Yeah. So uh, Rachel orders lunch and then she gets the plate. And then she starts eating it, and then she finds a hair. Oh, a hair. oh but before that, wait, she goes in, <laughs> like, super detail, like, excuse me, um, this is this pesto because I have a nut allergy. Then the guy has to go, come back. Meanwhile, the food is waiting there. She's still hankry, hankry. Yeah. She gets it. And, and then I couldn't even touch it. Then she has the hair, but she doesn't know if it's from them or you. So that was, like, a whole mystery. And we thought that was done. I thought that was it. I thought that was the only drama. Yeah. You Besides can't feel me on that though like you ever eat something you're like wow this is good and then you find a hair tell me your appetite doesn't just dissipate it's gone I I ended up eating all your chicken yeah because I couldn't touch it after that oh so you ate the hair Rachel you need to yo Jamie you know me man nah you gotta go for it All right, so I thought that was it I thought that that was the example of Rachel dealing with food drama but no after we won the award after we went to celebrate whatever we end up going to another restaurant late like around 11 or 12 right a well known burger establishment a, well, yes. a national chain. Which Ooh. you bigged up. Like, for the first uh, 10 minutes, you're like, uh, no, this close. place is amazing. The burgers <laughs> are delicious. They're customer service oriented. I know the owner. I know yeah. one of the owners. It's Michelin star. This is perfect. No, no. You go ahead and you order first. That's how amazing this place is. <laughs> so we go ahead. Frank but and you I order. order first. You were gentlemen and I ordered first. Yes. That's right. Forgot. Yes. And so, I ordered something very easy, by the way. Because you know what? I am going to keep jumping in. And I'm sorry to keep cutting you off. But you you're really putting me in a fucked up light, and I gotta like redeem myself a no, little bit. I start, Rachel. I start off by saying that it's not your fault; it comes to you. Okay, continue. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she, you ordered first, my bad. You ordered first. Frank and I order. We get our food first. We're sitting there. Ten minutes later, Rachel goes, "Hold up, that's fucked up. Y'all eating before me? <laughs> I'll be right back." 
You well, leave. I didn't mind so much because I know we were hungry. We hadn't eaten in hours, so I was like, eat. I'm going to eat any minute. So, sorry, By the Rachel. way. Sorry, I no, should no, eat no, before it's you. okay, Frank. Okay. By the way, it's 10 minutes. She's still in a good mood. She's like, it's fine. It's worth the wait. It's amazing. This is great. Hold on. I'll be right back. Continue. You went. Oh, so I went to the counter and I was like, hey, do you guys have that burger with the lettuce wrap for yeah. Rachel? Which, by the way, is not very difficult, right? It's right. a patty in between two thick pieces of lettuce. And the girl was like, you got a burger for Rachel? And the guy back there was like, yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. He's, she was like, have a seat. We'll bring it to you in a few minutes. So I go back, sit down. Mm. You guys are like licking your fingers. We're almost done. Best burger was, yeah. ever. <laughs> I got another round of beer for Frank <laughs> to wash down the meal. amazing burger that I had. And then I was like, this is bullshit. So I got up, receipt in hand, mm. as we Jews do, because no this says something right here. This in hand is like, I paid money for this. Why don't <laughs> I have it? It's a statement. <laughs> so I went up to the counter, and I was like, um, my people are almost done with their burgers. Like, what's up? And I see the manager sl- very slyly, like a sly <laughs> fox in the kitchen, grilling something. He's like, you know, he gives me the one, the one minute thing with his finger. I'm like, okay. So then he comes around and he's like, hit it your burger. And I was like, what took so long? And very on the low, very, very shush, shush, shush. Because he didn't want anybody else in the restaurant to hear. It was like, uh, we, uh, we uh, dropped your burger and so I had to make another one. And then... For what was that? Mm-mm. For what was that? Time out. Time oh. out. For what was that? Time out. Time out. From oh. my point of view, I literally saw you possessed. <laughs> it was like a new out-of-body experience Rachel. It was another Rachel. I, I went could, black. I, Jewish I couldn't stop Rachel that's a, came that, out. That's another level beyond just finding a hair. That's like... That's a level up. Like It's okay that you drop the burger. You know what I'm saying? Everybody makes mistakes. I understand. But the fact that they tried to cover it up and just pretend that they were still cooking mm. the burger for 20 minutes and not tell me? Like, keep it real, my friend. True. Just be like, oh, we dropped your burger, but we're going to make you a new one, and we're going to throw in onion rings. And I would have been like, <laughs> really? You guys don't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? But he... It was a little sly fox, like a weasel, and then gave me my burger, pretending that like nothing ever happened, and then nobody. So I, you know, flipped out a little bit, you know. A what little saying? bit. And hey, what he do? What he do? I was like, I let the whole restaurant know what just went down. I was oh, like, Oh man, you dropped my burger. Everybody stopped. And you didn't tell me. The whole restaurant. Stopped. She had a live Yelp review, like at the <laughs> restaurant. Yo, I'm giving these people one and a half stars. Little did they know that. <laughs> Yo, but he hooked, he, hooked, he hooked you up. He hooked you up, Rachel. Well, he hooked me up because, like, the true Jew I am. Right. He's like, how can I, you know, what do you want? You want French fries? We were like, yeah, 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 yeah. We were like, yes, yes, French fries. We want drinks, too. And this is while I already have my burger, by the way, freshly sizzling. It smells so good in my hand. I was like, I want my motherfucking money back. Oh. And he did it just to pacify me. In cash, too. In cash. You have to, like, raise the volume because then they pacify you with, like, did he drop the cash? Did he drop the cash on the floor? He he didn't drop the cash. Come on, you can't hold on to anything in this restaurant. (laughs) Anyway, got my money back and my burger. I was happy, uh, but a little disappointed. Frank was like, "I would have eaten that burger." Yo, I would have, man. (laughs) I would have put, I would have put some hair on it. Um, Yeah. Anyway, so I again, I don't welcome this stuff. It just happens. It's crazy. Yeah, 
I think it evened out because that all happened. But I can admit, because of Frank and I's lateness, we went. We ended up going to the award show uh, late. Huh. So we apologize say. with that. Wait, why we were you guys late? late? Yeah, that was. I, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, because you know what? My button of my shirt. Oh, yeah, and I needed. Yes, I was looking yes, for a needle yes, yes. and a thread, and it took me like a half an hour to finally like uh, whatever. Why don't we talk about that. A little That's why I told you to stop buying shirts at the outlets. You gotta <laughs> go to like an actual Nordstrom. You don't have to go to the outlets. <clears throat> so we yes, talk about that a little bit. So all right, so Rachel, again, I understand it wasn't your fault, but it always happens when we travel with you. So um, I figure we have to figure a way to prepare. So the maybe next I should time. just bring my own meals with me. Should yeah. I just prep. pack a bunch just, of Lunchables? That's a prep. Great idea. Prep. Uh, I don't know how else to do this, and and I didn't ask for this nut allergy, by the way. Okay, you know I wasn't mm-hmm. like, hey God, do me a favor, fuck up my life and give me a nut allergy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No. And when I see green shit on my chicken. One would think that nobody would put pesto on chicken, but there are a lot of people out there who do. I think and I have, pesto was made from pine nuts. Yes, I think it had pine nuts, and it was really good. Did it? I then he so. lied to me because I asked him. Oh, no. I, I, he is lucky I didn't eat that chicken. Frank, you know what? You're a liar. First off, I got to get something off my chest. You took a picture of Rachel sleeping on the plane, and you oh. said it was me that asked to take a picture of her. <laughs> Frank, you ain't got Frank to lie, lying, Frank. bro. You ain't Why are you lying lie? like that? Rachel, you still have the picture? I have the picture. <laughs> I do have the picture, and I don't know why I look so angry sleeping. You had a Room 28 shirt on. I know, and I look angry. so angry. But let's stay focused here. Let's get no, to what- No, wait. Let's not just glance over how you guys made us late <laughs> to the Tecla Awards. Can we just rewind for a sec? Are we allowed to go, go back? Because, yeah, Frank, you're right. Usually it's us women that are like, you know, dilly-dallying right. or like curling so our weird. eyelashes and taking time to get ready to go to a beautiful event. But I was ready to go. Can I tell you the problem? Mike had a button that was missing on his shirt, and it was all the way, like, all the, over here. Right by his navel. Right, and when he raised his hands up, <laughs> the shirt came out. And, and all that hair. Yeah, and we were trying to find a way to find this button to work, and it took us about half an hour. I would give you that, but why is it that when he was trying to fix his button situation, you were ironing your shirt? Mm. Yo, my bad. Rachel, That's true, Frank, you were. Rachel. Um, yeah? Yeah. Your homeboy that we um, stayed at his place, he gave me, he left some edibles, and uh, <laughs> I mistakenly uh, there we go. ate a few. What, Frank? And uh, I, I didn't tell you guys, but we went to the Tecla Awards. I had my shades on, but uh, I was out. I was out. Damn, was, Frank. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was a little out, and I was trying to help Mike, and uh, Mike was a little, uh, he was flustered, and I uh, was trying to help him out. <laughs> He I was had trying to suit. help him out, he too. Had a, he, hey, Mike had his suit on. Mike doesn't wear suits very often, and uh, we was, I was trying <laughs> but to But when I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked he looked. You looked good. You threw on the blazer. You couldn't even tell you were missing a button. You found a safety pin. It was perfect. But, yo, we missed the red carpet. We did miss a red carpet, and it yeah. was, a, it was and then that, from there it was a chain reaction. We missed a red carpet, and because of the red carpet, we were late. We The seating arrangement was a little difficult, so a lot of people were asking, like, why weren't you sitting with Rachel and Frank? That's because there weren't seats available near us, right. so I had to end up sitting on the other side so uh the whole time and by the way rachel's texting the whole time when the awards yeah. are going like we're not gonna win wait it's excuse not. me what you were nervous oh. nelly and you kept sending me these stupid texts <laughs> i was like yo can i watch the awards show like i came here to actually watch this shit and you're texting me stu- i don't even know hey those speakers are they sound really good don't they i'm like why is he fucking texting me this cockamamie bullshit you were nervous as hell i was but still so i want to play the audio just in case no one saw the Instagram. Oh, the 
moment. Of the moment. The moment. And then we can get payback, and then we can keep it moving. Okay. Okay. The winner is Juan Bago and Rico. Latino! We are so thankful for Hispanicized recognizing podcasts. And all these content creators, let me tell you, being surrounded by all of you is so inspiring. I want to say thank you to everyone. Oh my God, I'm pregnant and emotional. Um, I'll cry later. But I'm just so thankful. Thank you for listening to us. We have so much to say as Latinos, don't we? And our stories are being told. My hormones are like if I'm pregnant myself. I just want to <clears throat> congratulate all the other nominees to uh, there's a lot of space for Latino podcasters. This is the future. Thank you so much for everybody. And uh, while we have your attention, take your phones out. Subscribe. Read us. Thank you. Wow. Yo. Wow. Mike was waiting yeah. in the wings for that joke. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm yes. ready, I'm ready yes. to lead it off. Yo, with this joke. I knew Rachel was going to run. Even though she was pregnant, I knew she was going to run on stage <laughs> to get on that mic first. So I knew I had an opportunity <laughs> to like come up with the joke. And then you set me up perfectly when you were like, I'm pregnant and I'm emotional and I'm going to cry. I'm going to be honest with you. Earlier that day, I was like, oh, should we prepare something like a speech or like so just in case? But I said, no. I said, nah, hmm. no. Because then if you prepare and then your name is not called, then a, a tear may shed. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, no. Rachel. So I had nothing. I heard a few people say that was the speech of the night. Oh, what? That's what I heard. A few people was like, yo, that was a speech of the night. And you, uh, But you were, but yeah, hold but on. You, you were, you were hallucinating. <laughs> you probably you heard that in your head. The voices in your head, Frank. The voices in your and head were talking to himself that. in front of the bathroom mirror. Yo, I also <laughs> thought that was a good speech. Yo, you kind of look like me, though. <laughs> Frank, we got to go. <laughs> All right, so um, we should shout out the other podcasts. Uh, Our nominees. nominees in the category. Yes. Yep. So Morado Sarah Lens. Ve- Sarah Vega. Dike Podcast. You guys, check out Morado Lens. Check out Dike Podcast. Nancy Rufin. The Empowerment Hour. Yeah. So those three podcasts are also award-winning in my book. Yes. And even though you guys lost, you're still winners. Yes. Yeah. Um, Not to the tech class, but in everybody else's eyes. Sure, you sure are. <laughs> It was a beautiful moment. Honestly, it was a moment I will treasure and keep with me forever. Yes. I really got so emotional up there. You did? You know, I Yo, Rachel even... was watching it all day on her phone. Like, so she are didn't, you. She I wasn't even you. moving. I heard she you. She was just on her, in the couch, paralyzed. Like, Yo, okay. My but at least I got the known. At 7 in the morning, I heard you in the other bedroom watching it. <laughs> Both okay? of you. Both of you. You too. <laughs> I went to the bathroom like at 6, and I heard the phone. I heard Rachel. Rachel, like... we had a, like an 80-inch screen TV. She airplayed it so she could watch it. In loop, like it's five just times. When you don't expect it. Like, ugh, it was awesome. Like, really, when we got up there and, and literally being in that room with like, I don't know, 350 content yeah, creators. Yeah, yeah. That is super inspiring. Yes. That is like, okay, I'm a small piece of this puzzle, and what I'm doing is moving mountains. That speaks volumes. Ooh. Absolutely. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? Should use that in the speech. In the, in the, well, the if I had time to prepare, I would have prepared. Rachel, but next year's speech. Next year's speech. Next, next year's speech. speech moving we'll mountains. See. Keep it. But we're doing something for the podcast community that I don't think any other podcast is doing. And we're moving Latinos forward at the same time. So yes. kudos to us for winning. Yes. And and it just is a testament as to all the hard work that everybody in this room puts. Yes, in. the team. The squad. The team, the squad. Yeah. 
The LOL yes. So yeah, the trip was great. Um, yes. Almost got into a fight walking at home after Ooh. the awards. Remember that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That oh, was scary. Wow. That was Wait, scary. Did that Frank uh, bodyguard. That's yeah. Frank left. Frank was nowhere to be found when no, that no, happened. No, 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 no. Frank had the munchies and was looking for a Seven <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> did Frank snore them away? <laughs> yo, chill. What the fuck is that sound, yo? <laughs> Yo, we were walking to the other last story because you know there's like 50 more that we could tell, but like we're you gonna know, have to spread them apart each each episode. Hang out with us and you'll hear more stories. Yeah, but we were walking to hang out with Morado Lens actually, and we were gonna go to their hotel and chill for a bit, and like some dude slapped Mike mm. really hard across his chest. Like you heard it, it was like bam, really like hard. How? Like how? It was like like that Ric Flair slap on the chest. Yes, like the backhand slap. Yes. And we were like, yo, oh, man, we going to get into a fight right Rachel now? Rachel was ready to Rachel, fight. Rachel was going to get down yo, with Rachel the was ready. Ooh, yo, with Rachel, pregnant all. Rachel's Brooklyn side came out. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. If push ever came to shove, best believe I'd be representing yo, you. Yo, you know what I'm saying? Okay, push the baby to the side and let's go. <laughs> Me and my baby will kick you. <laughs> you want to You want to feel four slaps at the same time? Four hands. Bop, 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 bop. You wouldn't even know what's going to hit you. He's going to come out of my chokes real quick and kick you in the nuts. And then go right back inside. That's what I'm teaching him how to do. Yo, but he, we didn't know who it was, but it ended up being uh, somewhat of a, a, a an inspiring speech right there in the middle of he was, Miami uh, he, he, at 1 a.m. Big big celeb from, uh, you know, back from in the, the 90s. Days, shout the 90s. out. Shout out to Fragancia. Fragancia, yes. DOG. He was uh, the, he's the man. He's, he, he is who he is. And he dropped some quick knowledge he all did. about, like, you know, if you guys, you know, as we're on the come up, we have to come up with others. So it's always proper to pay it forward and bring people up with you. Or slap it forward. <laughs> that was like, a, <laughs> yo, he gave us like a five minute speech. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. Gave, he's a, he's an old schooler from back in the day. So, uh. He kind of he kind of he kind of gave us some gems and some some pointers on how to run things in the future. I yeah. like it. You guys, we have a very special treat from the City of Angels. He's the Latinos Out Loud correspondent in California. Ladies and gentlemen, stand up for Andrew Santiago. Yeah. Oh, baby. Mike is really standing up. So is Frank. You know what? I'm going to stand up too. We're all standing all right, up. Standing up. Uh, all right, everyone, sit down. It's a podcast. Nobody can see us. Okay. Sorry about that. Andrew, what's up, dogs? What's up, my brother? What's up? What's up, what's up? I'm sitting in my car in the parking lot across the street from where my office is, just here, sitting in the car by myself like a crazy person talking to y'all. Oh, my God. Hollywood sounds so glamorous. <laughs> <laughs> How are it things? Is, yo. How are things at uh, Mitu? You're representing Mitu right now. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I got I, they moved me around from one team to another, right? I was a staff writer on the editorial team, right? But they saw the acting chops. They knew I was funny. That's right. Now I'm a content creator uh, in this like quasi video slash talent team. That's amazing. So I'm writing like ideas for shows. I did like, uh, in the last couple of months, I did like 12 or so videos for them. So it's been really cool, man. I've been doing a lot of stuff. Congrats. That is amazing. I mean, you're growing so fast. You just got there. I know. I am. I'm growing sideways real fast. <laughs> I wouldn't trust you if I was around you over there. Because you, could, you yeah, could be filming hey. when nobody would know. You could have like a That's candid true. camera show. It's like, look, we got cameras like all over this shit. Um, <laughs> you're going to be on my, um, 
You're going to be on my, my homepage soon. <laughs> Hashtag me too. Not so, that one, the other right. one. So, Andrew, <laughs> uh, I noticed that you were hanging out with another LOLO, uh, Danny Garcia. Ooh. Uh, I was, man. How did that go? Oh, okay. How, how was it Danny, hanging with Danny? Danny took a hot minute to figure out how to get to me because L.A. traffic is no joke. Mm. And he decided, like, in the middle of rush hour to come visit me. Oh, Lord. So it took him a hot minute to get here. The Uber left him in the wrong place, and we're in oh. Skid Row. Wow. Right? So where we work is called The Row, so it's like the fancy part of Skid Row, but the <laughs> motherfucker is still Skid Row. So, <laughs> so we got gates and fences all around protecting us, but they dropped him outside the fences, so I was worried about his life. Oh, my God. <laughs> And he's a SAG actor. You got to oh, be careful. Wow. He's protected. You got to be careful. He had the sunglasses on and everything when he showed up. He was real Hollywood. He was feeling himself. But he also, looks he, looks like a, he also looks like an undercover cop. Oh, so, he's played yeah, a cop I'm sure in many... would have been paranoid. Yeah, yeah he's played a cop in many a TV it. show. So he got it. He got his own. He's probably, he got walking down the block. he's probably walking down the block with everybody like covering their shit. Like, oh, no, put it back in the tent. Put it back in the well, that's what's they got up. tent cities. They got tent cities out here. It's crazy. Anyway, so I'm worried about his life. He shows up unscathed. We hug it out. He records us. I take him up to the rooftop of the the parking structure, and I show him the whole city because from up there you can see everything in every direction. And I give him the whole like uh, you know uh, Mufasa and Simba speech, and I'm like everything <laughs> the sun touches, <laughs> everything the sun touches is mine. That little scrap over there, that Skid Row, you could go over there. Oh my god! So we had a good time. We had a good we had a good talk. Some heart to heart. He was telling me about the industry and the business. So it was good. It was good to see him. We made fun of each other real hard, and we had a good time. Dope. Speaking of industry, what do you have been up to as far as like doing live shows, uh, UCB? Oh Catch god. us up with that stuff, bro. Yeah. So um, so I work with Laura Di Lorenzo, who's like internet famous, has a ton of followers, and uh, at me through Jenny Lorenzo, another really famous person. Who you guys were both with down in Miami for the Tecla Awards. Yeah. They, both won, they both won awards. You guys are all amazing. Everybody's got all the followers. Everything's beautiful. So Lauda's at work. She sits right across from me and she goes, Hey, Andrew, um, me and Mimi, who is her creative partner, the Chunga Girls. So me and Mimi are writing the show and uh, we think there might be a part for you in it. What do you think? And I'm like, hell fucking yeah, I don't got shit to do. <laughs> Except work and live a life and then do comedy and everything else. I got a lot of shit going on, guys. So <laughs> she says this, and I'm like, oh, my God, another thing. Okay, fine, let's figure it out. And so they didn't really tell me all the details. They're like, oh, we're doing this thing. It might go up at the UCB, whatever. I've been taking classes at the UCB since 2011. My dream has been to be in a UCB show that is like, a standard non-student show. You know, not with, like, the students who are really trying and they're wonderful, but, like, a real show. And they brought this thing up to me like it was nothing. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, we're just going to do a show at the UCB. I'm like, motherfuckers, you're going to do what at the where? <laughs> nice. <laughs> so we have this first meeting, and I'm like, oh, snap, they're really serious about this. So what we did was an audition, which is um, a spank. Mm -hmm. That's what they call them. I don't know mm -hmm. why they call them spank. Mm -hmm. They call them spank, and so you do an audition with the show that you write you send it to them, they approve it, and then you come in, do an audition. And if they like that show, then they give you a run, which is a dream, right? Because, like, tons of amazing comedy people have come out of UCB. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Bobby Moynihan, um, you know, uh, uh, I can't think of another one. Uh, Shashir, Shashir, Shashir Zameda, um, like, some really Amy cool people Poehler, have come out of UCB. Amy Mulaney. Poehler, right, who was one of the... 
exactly the founding members of the UCB. And so, you know, it's a dream to, like, do a show there. And they're, like, because they're already Internet famous, I don't know that they really were, like, thinking about how big of a deal this was, but I'm over here like, oh, my God, we're going to pitch this thing, and we could get a run, and oh, my God. Anyway, so we put this thing together. It's a spoof of Sabado Gigante. It's called Wildcat Show, and we did the audition run. And I play, you know, uh, a Don Francisco character called Don People, who is like an exaggerated form of Sabado Gigante's, you know, Don Francisco, who's like mega sexist. You know, all he's ever doing is like flirting with the girls. Anyway, so we put this thing on. It's amazing. We we packed the house mostly because they're famous already and they have fans. But also because, you know, there aren't really too many, like, Latino-centric shows in L.A., which is crazy wow. because it's L.A. And, like, 90% of the people here are Latino. Mm-hmm. Wow. So we put on the show. Luis Guzman was in the audience. I don't know why. They were. He came Pachanga? Luis, yeah, Luis Guzman came to see the show. That's amazing. You know, oh. he's, like, you know, amazing. He's, like, a hero. He's someone who, I, who I've always looked up to. And he's in the audience, and I get to perform for him. It was a really crazy thing, because I've just been watching him my whole life, and he's been entertaining me, and we got to flip it around, and I got to entertain him. So Wait, it was aren't amazing. you guys, like, buddies, you and him? Yeah. We, we've gotten to know each other. He's come to the Me Too office a couple times. Um, he's a really good guy. You know, he's someone who I look up to, so he's been, like, you know, giving me advice here and there. And um, we share a relative. My Uncle Hector, who was with my Aunt Margie for, like, 20 years, uh, you know, before she passed away, they were together forever. Um, he's his actual uncle, his blood uncle. Wow. And so I had to, like, show him pictures and proof. And he was like, oh, snap, we are related. So he calls me Primo now, and it's really nice. Wow. Dude, uh, just saying, you are the L.A. correspondent. An interview with him would be nice for LOL. You know, I, yeah, I could bring it up to him, you know, next time I see him. I, you know, I don't have, like, a direct line, but, you know, I'm a... Maybe he'll come to the next one. I get you to grab You have a bloodline, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie! Yes! <laughs> well, Andrew, we're so, so proud so of you. So, thank you. Yeah, so the audition went well. We packed the house, and they told us the following week that we got the run. So Woo-hoo! our first show at UCB, for real, not an audition, is going to be May 7th, uh, Monday, 10.30 p.m. Then we have another show in June, and then another one in July. And then they reevaluate whether they want to keep us going. I hope they do. Uh, but just to have a three-month run is, like, dope. I'm so excited. That is amazing. Oh, my God, congrats. I wish we can go out Thank there to you. see it. I can't really you travel. Um, but, man. You got af- a couple months to travel. Uh, you're not really supposed to travel after six months. So I hit that really? in another okay. two weeks. Yeah. But okay. Okay. after this baby comes out, I would love to go out there to see you perform. and, and Yeah. It's it's really amazing. Bring it to New York. Bring UCB Sunset to New York. Let's go. I think that's the I think that's the hope, right? If the show pops off, that we travel with it. I think that's really what what the what the girls want to do. And they're they're amazing. They're an amazing group of girls. They wrote the show. I came in and wrote some of the character. Um, but man, they are uh, these these women are so super inspiring. Uh, I love being around like super talented, funny women. It, it really is super cool to like have them running the show you know well you're super talented yourself and you're part of this family and you own this award just as much as we do thank you for all your contributions thank you you've been with us since the beginning yep i was so proud i was so excited i was like watching oh man i was so pumped that you guys won that award super deserving you guys are changing the game you know hosting the show you know every week the way you do bringing on amazing guests 
And they've they've uh, they've gotten exponentially more amazing. These guests after I left, I don't know what you guys were holding out for. It's all about the last one I was. The last one I was on was Adriano Espaya, who is amazing in his own right. But then after that, you had like all these dope. You had like Mero, who like oh my god, my (laughs) girlfriend and I, we sit around and watch Jesus and Mero all the time. All I've ever wanted to do is talk to that dude. He's so funny, bro. That Espayat episode was pivotal. That was when Wasn't we were it like, Yo, it was. was. It was. I mean, we had the first it. Dominican U.S. congressman on our Little Engine That Could podcast. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it's just, it's growing organically. And you're part of the growth. And I'm so happy that you're Wait, still bro. part of the family. You know, we can now say we, we have an all-encompassing show that talks to Latinos everywhere because we have key Latinos like you. And shout out to Stephanie Guerra of Puro Pinche, who's our uh-huh. correspondent down in San Antonio, Texas, another key market for us. So we're going to keep Moving forward, Andrew, and we love you. We miss you. Thank you for calling in and checking in on us. Yo, Andrew, love you, my brother. We love you, man. We love you, man. Yo, I love you, guys. <laughs> Tell everybody where they can follow you for more information on the UCB shows. That's right. So you can check us out at uh, the UCB website. The show is called Wildcat Show. Uh, it's going up May 7, 10.30 p.m. on UCB Sunset in Los Angeles. You can find me at Andrew Santiago one uh, that's the number one, Andrew Santiago One, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, my Facebook page is Andrew Santiago Comedy. And you can check out my website, andrewsantiago.com, which I worked really hard to get that um, domain. I waited for like 10 years to get that domain. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, thank I made all my information private, too, so nobody can hit me up like, yo, can I get it? Because I'm not selling it. <laughs> You're taking it to the grave. That's it. That's right. All right, well, shout out to you. Thanks for calling. We love you, Andrew. Yeah, shout out to you guys. I love you too. I miss you guys. All right, my brother. All right, bye. Bye. Bye, Andrew. It's time for another Bochincha Bite, part of the award-winning LOL podcast. Bello mio, estamos heavy. That's amazing. It's amazing. Amazing. (laughs) Sounds important. (laughs) Too bad it's not. Okay, um... (laughs) All right, guys. Just when you thought it was safe to go back to Twitter, mm. from the Church of Jesus Christ and Latter-day Kardashians, <laughs> Kanye West oh. is bringing you a shitload of new tweets. Mm. Oh, boy, he's back. Yeah, no, this past week, um, Yeezy went crazy on Twitter, all right? And without a Yeezy produced beat backing up his crazy thoughts, well, he just sounds crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because he, the good news is he announced he's coming out with a new album. Yes. All right. I can't wait. In June. Definitely. And he's producing new albums from Nas, Tiana Taylor, and Mr. T. No, sorry. That's Pusha T. T. (laughs) I got excited for it. Mr. T. I got excited for a second. I got excited for a second. Pusha T's cool, but I was really looking forward to that Mr. T album. (laughs) I pity the fool. (laughs) Remix. Don't get my album. <laughs> Damn. A missed opportunity, Kanye. Uh, <laughs> the the bad news though is that after producing all those albums, right, he seems to have way too much time on his hands because he's writing all of the tweets. Like he's literally Oh my god. Jamie! Amen! I'm going to read, like, some random tweets of his, all right? And they sound like, just hearing them out, they sound like if, like, a depressed fortune cookie writer stopped taking his Lexapro. Um, 
<laughs> so look, this is one that he wrote. Um, constantly bringing up the past keeps you stuck there. Mm. Mm. And no, this wasn't followed True by. That. And your lucky True lotto that. numbers are eight, four, three, nine. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, don't follow crowds. Okay. okay. That was another tweet, which would have been better advice if he said, don't follow Kardashians. Mm. Ooh. Okay, here's another one. <laughs> Controversy is my gym. Oh, okay. I mean, Planet Fitness is my gym. <laughs> Do they serve free pizza on Mondays at your gym? No, I don't think so. <laughs> um, and one last one. I'm in the future. That was, oh. that's what that was I'm in the I'm future. I saw him. Which immediately made me want to see like a Back to the Future remake with, with Kanye as Marty McFly. <laughs> Great uh, Scott, Kanye. <laughs> we got to go back in the time machine and stop you from becoming a fashion designer. <laughs> <laughs> that's not like Pacino. Though. Hey, Jimmy, your yeah. last two weeks, you, you, you're you dissing hard, bro. Yeah, I know. You're, you're, you're coming with that fire. I like um, it. Funny enough, I, I, I was listening and, and I, was, I was hearing people talking about Kanye's tweets and they were pissed. They're like, ah, oh, whatever. And then he dropped that tweet that he's producing Nas's album and then everyone right back went was like yo I'll deal with it because Nas and him are gonna have an album together forget about it mm. so no, I don't we, know not yeah. to be a conspiracy theorist mm. but Frank I'm, I'm sure you could feel me on this don't you think he was just trying to get everybody's attention and then he dropped the yo, promo message you right come on it was like Building, building, yeah. building. Oh, I got your attention? Okay, I'm coming out with an album. I'm producing Nas's next thing. So, yeah. come on. Yeah. He got you. Word. You got, he got, got. Yep. Yeah, but check it out, though. All right. That, that makes sense. But the cherry on this mentally unstable Sunday is, um, <laughs> in a radio interview, Kanye allegedly professed his love for President Trump. Oh, no. What? No. Are you serious? Yeah. He said Obama never gave him a face-to-face meeting, and, oh. and Trump did. Wow. So Kanye just wants to be heard, but I guess, you know, or maybe wants to be on a future season of The Apprentice. Ah. <laughs> but, I mean, anybody else, but look, anybody else, you'd delete the Twitter page. You'd be like, this guy's crazy. But, of course, his music is, is, is always going to be, you know, what people uh, are drawn to him. From. He's a genius in the music level, but he probably just needs to kind of like not talk so much mm. without a beat. Interesting. <laughs> Why did it become like a Jerry Springer moment? I know. It's <laughs> the it. thought, uh, Jerry Springer thought of the day. Um, <laughs> okay, here's uh, another another Bunchy J bite. The Fast and the Furious animated Ooh. series Ooh. is coming to Netflix. Wow. Oh, shit, I can't wait. How does that work? Uh, how does that work? <laughs> Animation in general? <laughs> no. But well, it all started with Walt Disney. I know, Mike. Have you ever seen Bugs Bunny or no? <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to this show because I think finally we get to see if cartoon Vin Diesel can show more human, emo- human emotion than real life Vin Diesel. Ooh, I wonder wow. if cartoon Vin Diesel is going to be as hot as a human Vin is Diesel. Is cartoon I think Vin we all... Diesel Dominican or American? <laughs> well, no. Okay, check it out. The story of the actual show is going to follow the adventures of Dom Toretto's cousin. So it's mm. going to be Vin Diesel's character's cousin. Okay. Um, mm. And here's the story. And um, his cousin is recruited by a government agency to infiltrate an elite racing league serving as a front for a nefarious crime organization bent on world domination. Mm. So it's a very simple story <laughs> that, <laughs> that kids, I'm sure, will keep up with. Um, I'm, uh, I have a question. What movies would you guys like to see as a, made into a cartoon? Because I'm pretty sure Netflix is going to start, if this is successful, they're going to make a bunch of movies into animated shows. The Matrix. Oh, good one, wow, Frank. Good. Frank, that was pretty good. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, that was that was too quick. I wasn't yeah. ready for that. The Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> 
I would, I, I would love to see Nueva York and Nueva York 3, like oh. the series with the, the, um, the Dominican Babuena film yeah, Bab as Buena. a cartoon. Yeah, That's I think that would be one. a good one. Yeah, Ooh. I would like to see Scarface Ooh. as a cartoon. I think oh. that might be interesting. That's for not, so is it going to be like for kids though? Oh, <laughs> will they have to like tame Does it, it have down, to be for tone kids? it down for kids? <laughs> I'd like to see a Scarface for kids though. You know, what I mean? <laughs> say hello to my little friend. <laughs> we 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 uh we go to we go to school together. <laughs> Now say hello to yours. We go to the same kindergarten class together. <laughs> it's like Scarface Junior. I would like to see Mrs. Doubtfire as as an animated series. Oh, good. I want to see that father continue to deceive his children and his wife. Interesting. As as dressed up as a, um, you know. You from a giant, you from a giant Doubtfire, dear. <laughs> um, so maybe one day. Okay. I love that movie. Oh, pitch it. it was so good. That's so, but it's weird now. If you see that movie now, it's like, wow, he's really fucked up for doing that. Yeah. Like, that's like a weird thing to do. It like, is. Only like, a, like, like Kanye. I can see Kanye doing that, dressing up as a, dressing up, pretending he's like a housekeeper. And then and Kim is like, Kanye, was that you all along? <laughs> <laughs> um, Any more good stuff? We do. We do. Mm. Uh, Little Wayne. Little mm. Wayne. Little Wayne. Says his crew will shoot anyone who throws stuff no. on stage no. in one of his concerts. Wait, like, with a gun? Okay, check it out. In a recent concert <laughs> in California, he told um, he told the crowd who was throwing, I guess, water bottles on stage, I got New Orleans people with me, and they all know how to throw back. And they know how to, th- <laughs> <laughs> it from they the know how to throw back and shoot. They just shoot. Oh. No, that was Little Wayne? He threatened the audience. Jeez. So I mean, what if this I sound, like? Yeah. What if I threw money on stage? He would shoot me. Pro- well, I don't. I mean, it depends where it hits him. <laughs> if you roll up a dollar bill, it probably would hurt if you throw it straight in his eye. Um, I mean, this definitely sounds more awkward than those Samsung Galaxy commercials he used to do. But Whoa. I'm, I'm paranoid. I'm already paranoid in concert about getting shot in a concert, but not by the performers. Yeah, you know yeah that's man? weird. Like, now I got to worry about Bruno Mars potentially uptown <laughs> funky me to death. <laughs> I mean, guys, like what's going on out there? Know? Machine gun funk. You know what I'm saying? Can we get serious for Biggie. a moment? Baby, mm. baby. But anyway, yeah, so um, I'm selling my Little Wayne tickets that I bought on StubHub. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel safe. <laughs> Damn. Okay, I have, there's one more bochinche bite, but this is also a little personalized bochinche bite for one Michael Diaz. Mm. Oh, thank you. Okay. Uh, Mike, mm. uh, we all know that you are training for a marathon? I started yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you started right. yesterday? I started yesterday, so this is perfect. Yeah. Because yeah. right, quick... you know what it was? It's like the moment that I announced I was going to be running the marathon, I gained like 10 pounds. No. I was just like, oh, whatever. Because I knew in my mind, I was like, well, I'm going to start training for the marathon. Mm. So I started yesterday officially. Okay. So perfect. I was looking through, yes, Jamie. I was looking through the interwebs, and I was in I, I, Esquire magazine they had an article about what to do when you're about to run a marathon and I thought of you and I was like oh thanks yeah I appreciate that a couple of tips okay and I want to know if you're actually doing these things okay hold on Um, (laughs) so they say first of all number one you have to do more than run strength and flexibility training are critical components of a pre-race regimen especially for your posterior chain 
which is pretty much your ass. So what? Mm. Squats? So are you working out that ass for the... <laughs> <laughs> Pilates, bro. Pilates. I'm just focused on running. I didn't know I had to do anything no, else. Ass is, this, my that, ass is important? Is it important? It has to be, it has to be at full strength. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Mike? Can I, can I call you out real quick? Just because, oh, like, okay. you, you have these preconceived notions of what these systems should look like, a.k.a. like juicing. I remember when you told me for the first time that you were juicing. I'm like, Thanks, Jamie. oh, do you have a regimen? Like, what are you, what are you doing? You're like, no, I just drink juice every day. I'm like, wait, so that's not, that's not juicing. That's Thanks, just Jamie. drinking juice Thanks, every Jamie. day. You opened up, you and opened it up. For here Rachel. we are training for the marathon. It's it's what you've preconceived as training for the marathon. Well, first off, I did four years of cross country. Uh, here right? we go. Right. In 1947. <laughs> Either way, it's in there. It's muscle memory. That was like Pilates wasn't even out then. <laughs> all right, back to my ass. Go ahead. What's next? Okay, all right. Number two, your body your body is going to change. Whoa. Not, oh. like, not like puberty. <laughs> well, Mike never hit that yet. So. <laughs> but you're probably going to Your lose. mustache then. Keep going. <laughs> Leave my mustache alone, okay? I'm pregnant and I have a lot of hormones. It's an award-winning mustache. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. <laughs> Thank you. At least mine connects, okay? Oh, oh no! <laughs> Stay focused, really. I'm writing okay, notes okay. down over here. Jeez. Okay, look, Mike. Your body's going to change because you're probably going to lose some muscle tone. So for somebody like me who Wait, has no... how do no... you lose it if you never had it? I'm sorry. Oh. I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. I will... St- that's it. That's it. The flag is in the dirt. I'm stopping. Go you ahead, blinded Jamie. me. I was writing. I didn't hear the mic. <laughs> Are Jamie, you, I'm focused here. What? So, are you seeing? Uh, are you? Well, I just started yesterday. So, you th- are you happy? But I'm you aware okay that my muscle mass is gonna, some. Yeah, of course. I got a lot to give. Okay. I have, you don't want to room, like me room with, to, exa- to... with like no muscle tone whatsoever. <laughs> no, I'm fine. Yeah, um, but you have a comedy muscle, Jamie, and that's very strong. That's facts. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Um, okay. Last one. You will make sacrifices, and some of them will suck. That means you got to cut down on your social life, all right? So you got to tell oh. you you got to tell your girl, tell Sophie your anniversary dinner is canceled Ooh. because you got to stick to a, a, t- a tight training schedule. Mm. Yes, I'm very aware. like look, I plan to run, you know, 5 to 10 miles during the week and then on the Saturdays I'm going to run like 20 miles. So that's going to take wow. up a good time. Would you sacrifice, you know, kind of being you kind of as a as Mm-hmm. As a personality in yes. the media world, and now as an award-winning podcaster, you got to yes. kind of be out there and networking, going to parties. Yes. But if you're really going to take this marathon shit seriously, you can't be doing that shit on the rig. It's worth it, though. It's been on my bucket list for years. So I think I'm willing to sacrifice a little bit. Plus, we have a nice team, and other people can network for me. I can't wait to be at the finish line. I am going to Instagram Live, (laughs) Facebook Live, Periscope. You're doing it for the wrong reasons. You want (laughs) to capture when I'm suffering, crawling. I just don't know what color you're going to be. Like, I don't know what that's going to be. Well, if I'm not going to have any muscle tone, I'm just going to be all hair, so it doesn't matter. I want to take a picture of your like when your nipples start bleeding. (laughs) That, should, that happens to everybody on, in Their America. nipples bleed? Yeah. Of course. Shut up, really? Why? Uh, you know what? I think I think uh, on that nipple bleeding on note. On the nipple note? On a nipple note, I think um, I'll explain it to you later about okay. the specifics. I got Google images that I, that I saved. Okay. Um, but let's move on. Okay. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spirison News with Frank Nibs. 
Hello, folks. Hey, Hello. Frank. Hey, Frank. What's up, Frank? Award-winning, Frank. How you doing, guys? It's better be award-winning, just saying. Oh, this one has me worried, folks. Here we go. Yeah. This one has me worried. I'm, I'm, I'm worried for my safety. All right. All right. <laughs> Wait. First of all, Frank is reading this, and like, it looks like. Like a letter that you find like in an attic, in a shoebox in an attic is somewhere. Is that toilet paper? What is it written on? Well, is that two-ply? Guys, I had to comprise information from a lot of different sources. So I had this piece of paper while I was in the bathroom, walking around the house. Are, so. de- are you decoding it with lemon juice right now? Like, is it in a secret code? Folks, I'm really worried. All right? As governments across the world fight back against quote-unquote fake news, Malaysia, the country of Malaysia, has set a troubling precedent, all right, okay. by banning stories if it deems to be, quote-unquote, fake, all right? It's a new law that imposes a penalty of up to six years in prison for violators. Damn. That's really scary. So you can't go to vacation over there? No, not at all. So it's like you be in prison and you're like, yo, what are you in for? Uh, murder. What are you in for? Uh, spreading fake news? Right. <laughs> right. And and this is uh this is a hashtag that they uh they put this it's called anti quote it's hashtag anti fake news two thousand eight okay what two thousand eight and any information eighteen eighteen, 18. 18. means eighteen two thousand eighteen yeah. information data and reports <laughs> shook leave him alone <laughs> which is or are wholly or partly false are now illegal the penalty all right applies to news organizations websites okay or to any average person who might share a story on social media without knowing whether or not it's true or not. Oh, my God. Wow. So, yeah. And hold on. Oh. Initially, the government wanted to impose a 10-year penalty if found guilty of this crime. Wow. So, guys, um, I'm really worried because I'm really you know, going all out to give you guys this information. All my You're risking those. your life. This Basically. is really affecting you. Yeah, for yeah. some reason, I don't envision a Malaysian penitentiary looking like the one on Orange is the New Black. Um, I envision it a little more <laughs> right. dangerous right. and Actually, worse off. The Malaysian version of Orange is the New Black, though, is a pretty good show. <laughs> <laughs> you got to check it out. I binged it last week. <laughs> But guys, this is going to infringe on our uh, on our rights, okay? So let me just give you a little uh, uh, little something what the president said of Malaysia, okay? Okay. In he English said, or Malaysia? Um, he, he, they translated <laughs> it over to English. Frank. Yeah, I was right? say we're going to edit this with someone who just like right. translated in <laughs> the Frank version. <laughs> the government will act when it's necessary to protect the security and freedoms of its people and our democratic process, and there can be no doubt that the fake news law is necessary. He added. The definition of fake news in the bill is clear and specific. Freedom of speech as provided for under the federal constitution will not be curtailed. Oof. I like this guy. This guy's good. Well, guys, you know, we have this type of dictatorship coming over here eventually. I won't be able to give you guys some of my news. You're going to have to tell the fake news behind jail. This is horrible. Wait, but in this country, though, our president is the one spreading fake news. Hello? Yeah, seriously. So wait, maybe we need to like block all of our Malaysian listeners because <laughs> that could do. be a dangerous situation. Well, guys, I'm a little afraid because I'm afraid these laws will come here eventually. <laughs> and I won't be able to tell my LOLers the good news that I have. And for it's award-winning, too. It's award-winning fake news. Maybe you should go into hiding. <sighs> do you want to come to the studio or do you want to like, 
Well, you can you, call in. You don't have you don't, to be yeah. here physically. Guess what? Whatever way I have to get the news to my LOLs, oh, God. I will get the this news. This guy is dedicated. You're willing to be a fake news fugitive? But no, but he is an award-winning journalist, okay? So <laughs> that, that is what you do. That's what I do, folks. <laughs> That's what I do. I go, journalism is not easy. Frank, Frank, fake journalism. Frank was your, even harder. Frank was your bodyguard, but who's going to guard his body? That's true. Oof, yeah. I don't know. Frank, I'm scared for you, too. Well, guess what, guys? I will not stop. Oh, okay. Yes. No matter wow. what. Yes, Frank. That's awesome, Frank. I will not stop. Thank you. We you, appreciate that. You're welcome, folks. <laughs> Frank is so sexy. He, he's so dangerous. Yo, Frank yeah. Give us fake news. Frank got the ill fan base, yo. Yo, somebody hit him up while we were down oh, in Miami. Oh, chill, chill. Oh, yes, son. Chill, chill. Somebody hit, can I, am I allowed to say his name? Yo, somebody hit him up on his DM and they were like, yo, I see that you're here. Let's meet up. And it was a girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <clears throat> Who would have thought, huh? Frank, 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 Frank. Yeah. <clears throat> no, he didn't meet up with her. Because <clears throat> he had another one to meet up with. Oh. Yes, okay. All right, What folks. do you call your fake fake news uh, groupies? What are they Ooh. called? Fakies? <clears throat> All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, the news for this week, Spoopies. folks. Thank <laughs> you so much. <laughs> The, noti- the noticiero uh, nymphos. <laughs> I love it. Well, folks, thank you. Uh, thank you, Frank. Love to, uh... <laughs> Keeps it so professional. What, you getting a text right now? Why are you rushing us out? <laughs> thank you so much, Frank. Okay. That was great. You're welcome, folks. Thanks, Frank. Okay, so we went out there to Hispanicize, and luckily, Revolver gave us some dope-ass recording equipment. So thank you, Maria and Jack from Revolver, for giving us this equipment. I was able to interview a few people right after the awards show, and I am happy to present that to you guys right now. We're here at Hispanicize 2018. It's in its ninth year. And let me tell you guys something. It is off the hook. There are bloggers here, podcasters, people talking politics. So we're going to get some good interviews here and check us out. Latinos out loud. Sigo siendo live aquí en Hispanicize. I am with someone so special. She hosted the Tecla Awards. You know her as the Cuban Abuela. I am here with Jenny Lorenzo, a.k.a. the Dama in Red tonight. What's up, Jenny? ¿Cómo está? Bien, ¿y tú? Muy bien. Please tell everybody a little bit about your comedy because although they know you visually, this is an audible medium, so just let everybody know who you be. So I'm a character actress, and I decided to bring all of these characters from my real life to digital, digital media, and I hope to one day bring them to television. Pero, you know, I was inspired by women like Carol Burnett, Vicky Lawrence, Lucille Ball growing up, uh, and being born and raised in Miami... It's almost impossible to not be inspired by all the interesting characters. And my, you know, the, the abuela character, which is what I'm most known for right now, she's based on my real abuela. And also a culmination of all the abuelas that I knew growing up in Miami, because since she had a big hand in raising my sister and I, my grandparents would always take me to La Clinica, and I would be around all the viejitos, and like my best friends and their abuelas who would also try to shove food down my throat, because I always thought I was too flaca and I was gonna die. So it was just like a culmination of all these women in my life, and they had so many similarities, you know? And as I got older, I just wanted to bring that stuff to life and just... What does your abuela say? Like, does she like the character? Is she like, oh, is that what I sound like? Very good. Not. Like, what does she say to you? 
Well, my abuela passed away two years ago. Bendito, I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. Uh, but she was still alive when I was doing the character at BuzzFeed and in the channel previous. So abuelas lived on many platforms. Um, and she was like, she would laugh, you know. I think she was really happy to finally see me do Spanish content. So she was able to understand me this time. Because she's seen me acting all my life since I was very little. She was always very supportive of my acting career. Which, as you know, can be tough, especially in, like, in Hispanic households. Alguna vez, you know, the arts isn't something that's preferred for them, for their kids to follow. But no, she was very much like, ay, la tita. You know, she's very, very proud of me. I would always do little performances with my sister in La Sala for them. So for her, like, I feel like I'm, I'm still continuing this dream that she wanted to see of me. So she loved, she loved everything that I did. That is so beautiful. We're so underrepresented, too. So seeing your comedy, I'm, I'm personally a huge fan. And at the Latinos Allow podcast, like, we often, like, you know, we talk about how underrepresented we are. So, like, talking to other prospective content creators out there that are listening to this podcast, what's some words of advice from you? I think the more people, the better. I think digital media is a fantastic medium right now that didn't exist. Just like I feel like even in my childhood, I dreamt of like a place like YouTube. I remember that I was on the empty Internet. I'm aging myself, but I was looking at this empty Internet and going, where can I upload videos? Like YouTube didn't even exist back then. And look where we are now. And I think because of content creators like the many that were here uh, this evening, Hollywood is starting to take notice and I know that because I'm I live there and I'm always I'm, I'm attending lots of meetings with different networks and meeting like Latinos at every stage of their Hollywood career right from people that are just starting out to actual showrunners like Gloria Calderon Kellett who's the creator of One Day at a Time on Netflix who happened to be a guest on our podcast a few weeks ago that is amazing congrats on that and she's yeah, she's, she's a fantastic person she's really she's one of the top folks over there that's really striving to push latino content out there so but there's still that struggle you know what i mean and i think everyone no one should be discouraged because like obviously for instance she has a cuban show that doesn't mean i can't have my cuban show one day or that you can't mix it up you know like that's how real people are you know it's not just one group of it could be Cuban Puerto Rican, it could be Cuban Mexican, tu sabes. And everyone's fighting the good fight. But I think the more voices that get added, imagínate, we have look how many countries make up Latin American culture to begin with. There's still not like a voice for Hondureños. There's still not a, you know what I'm saying? Like I learned that when I was at BuzzFeed in particular because we would try to do videos pertaining to as many Latino countries as possible. And a lot of the comments were like, wow, we never get talked about. Thank you. It is crazy because, yeah, yeah. Just one more thing to add is that oftentimes we see the same group of Latinos represented in media, but there's just more to us than just one country, one skin tone, one way of being, and then we're also represented very negatively sometimes. Absolutely. So you were, not to change subject, but you were the host tonight and you had a couple of different changes. Like, tell us about what, you know, what that process was and, and why the changes and why the quinceañera, just because that was hilarious. <laughs> so it's, I don't even know how this came to be. I know that when, when the Teclas, you know, asked me to be the host, I gladly accepted. I was here last year. I love everything that they're doing and Hispanicize is doing. Uh, I've never hosted an award show before. Uh, so it was, it was very nerve-wracking, I will admit, but I've been, I've been a theater actor since I was a kid, so I'm used to being on stage, but again, it was still new territory for me, right? This is different. 
costume changes, I'm used to that. Also, like la locura of just going back there, getting in Corusa, and just doing what you got to do to change. Um, so that to me was just something, I, it's very hectic, but I'm, I'm used to. So I'm glad that I was able to do that without being late to, uh, you know, announce the next presenters. Uh, but it was, it, it was a great experience. It went by a lot faster than I thought it would. And it was just, like, very emotional to see, especially a lot of my own friends from, like, BuzzFeed's Pero Like and Me Too, like, Laura, who's, like, one of my comedic partners, take an award. It was, it was a great night. That's fantastic. So please tell everybody how they can find you and give us, give, give us um, maybe a few words of inspiration um, as Latinos. Look, we're in New York. You're out in L.A. Give us some words of inspiration on how we can bridge that gap a little bit more and, uh, again, how everybody can find you. So I think a lot, like, the content that I make is very much for people who live in the hyphen is what I call it. So, like, I live in the hyphen between Cuban and American, right? And oftentimes a lot of people like me feel like they don't belong anywhere. That they're not Latino enough or they're not American enough. And that discourages them from feeling proud of their roots. It discourages them from creating this kind of content if they are artistic, right? Like they're just trying to like kind of hide. This is the time to shine more than ever, you know what I mean? So that voice is unique to you. You are Latino enough. You are an accurate representation of what a Latino living in the U.S. is like. You're going to have McDonald's and then you're going to have your mommy's, you know, ropa vieja. That's just how it is. You know what I mean? Like, salud gigante. And then you're going to watch, like, Netflix. I see, you know, it's, it's that awesome in-between. And I think, finally, the world is starting to embrace that. And people are starting to come out and be like, yeah, this is me. You know, like, you don't have to fit into a specific mold. Imagínate. Oh, and, and you can find me. The best place to find me is my website because that's where you can see all of my social media handles and stuff. It's JennyLorenzo.com. Very simple. Gracias. Thank you for everything you do for Latinos, for Latinas specifically, for women out there, especially in comedy. I support you. We support you. And whenever you're in New York, we'd love to have you in studio live on the podcast. I would love. I haven't been to New York since I was four, and that needs to change because I know so many. I feel like I'm going to have to go for a month because I know so many people there that I want to work with. Please put us on your list because we'd love to have you. I have an extra bedroom in my apartment if you need somewhere to stay. Or you can just creep into my maleta tonight and I'll take okay. you home with me tomorrow. That sounds great, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jenny Lorenzo. Hey, everybody. It's Rachel La Loca. We're still here live at Hispanicize. And I'm here with a beautiful Latina from Los Angeles, Mylene Calienes, who I'm going to call Mylene Caliente for the sake of this interview because she's looking very caliente. Mylene, what's up? Ay, ay, ay. What's up, Rachel? Tell everybody what you do out there in L.A. for all of us Latin actors. Uh, well, <laughs> I have, I'm the founder of the Latino Filmmakers Network, and actually I'm helping Hispanicize out with Hispanicize LA, spearheading their, their film division and all that stuff to benefit filmmakers, actors, entertainers, all that stuff, because that's very important to me. It's very important to bring our communities together, uh, to bring us together, not only as Latinos, but as creatives, as artists, because we're the superheroes of the world that tell the, the stories, you know, uh, uh, and that's very important to, to bring to to bring uh, to Hollywood what's missing right now, which is the Latin American voice, the American voice of the Latino, you know. So. We are so underserved, like in the writers' rooms, in front of the camera, behind the camera. Like, tell us what we can do as Latino content creators here at Hispanicize to change that. Uh, 
you have to continue creating. You have to continue the hustle. You need to continue the network. But most importantly, you need to support each other. You need to support each other. You need to work together, the collaboration. Look at the Latinos in the music world, how they collaborate, how they're like, you know, the bomb right now, you know? We just have to continue doing that. And I think that together with all these beautiful voices that we have here and all this talent, we could totally, you know, make a difference. Make, but we have to come together. It, can't, it cannot be one person. It cannot be one individual. We all have to come together. Leave us with how people can find out more about your organization. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, social media, Latino Filmmakers Network, at Latino Filmmakers on Instagram, um, Latino Filmmakers Network on Facebook. Thank you, Mylen Caliente, and I'll see you in LA really soon. Un beso. Can I, can I speak really softly into this microphone and call this the Eddie G ASMR episode? You can speak softly, but this is Latinos Out Loud, so I kind of need you to turn it up a little bit. Turn it up. What's up? What's up, everybody? Turn it up, Eddie, and tell everybody what you do and who you be. So my name's Eddie G, a.k.a. Tiburcio. Everybody knows my character, Tiburcio. I do dance videos, comedy, dance. Uh, did I mention dance? I do a lot of dance videos. Uh, did you say that you dance? I, I think I said it, but I'll say it again just in case people didn't hear. I, I do dance videos. It's kind of the, the universal language, and there's a lot of people that, you know, they're crossing over and watching the other content because they're like, oh, yeah, I like how this guy dances, and then they find a little bit more about the culture, being Mexicano, and so... Dance is a very important part of the culture, and, and I want people to, to know us for who we are. And dance is one of those things. Well, you danced your way into the nominations bucket here at Hispanicize. You were nominated tonight. Tell us for what? So I was nominated for Best Fictional Character, and I unfortunately lost. Nobody's a loser here, Eddie, okay? You, nobody's a loser. I'm a winner. I'm a winner. No, you know what? I'm actually very, um, very happy that I was nominated amongst these amazing, amazing creators. Uh, Jenny won, Jenny La Abuela. You know, she's an amazing person, an amazing human being, hilarious comedian. And so, um, you know, I, I consider her my, my friend now because you've met we, you know, work together. And so hopefully there's a collaboration in the works. I don't know. I might have to talk to her right after this. Hi, everybody. It's Rachel La Loca with the Latinos Ala podcast. And I'm here with the creator, the master of this ceremony, Manny Ruiz, the founder of Hispanicize. What's up, Manny? What's up? What's up? What's up? How are you feeling now that it's all over? Like, what was this Hispanicize like versus all the nine years of past Hispanicizes? Well, you know, you would expect me to say this, but I wouldn't normally say this. Overall, the best. Overall, just a tremendous feeling. I don't know if it's that we feel more united, but I felt unity. I felt a lot of love and appreciation. I felt the brands came out strong, Prudential, Toyota, Arher Latino. All these people really put their love into this, and you feel it. This, this event very, felt very special this year at a whole other level. And the bar has been raised for our 10th anniversary, God willing, next year. Oh, my God, 10 years. Do you have anything planned, anything in mind? Are you going to have pyrotechnics, or is there going to be a blimp? Are we going to do this on the top of a building? Well, whenever you talk about 10, you think about the word perfect, and you think about the word epic. So you can expect both to be very much in our minds. We'll be here for sure. I want to ask you about your vision behind Hispanicize. Like when you started this event, what was that vision like versus what the vision of it is now in the planning of the 10-year anniversary? I think we've been fulfilling that vision. Overall, the vision is to 
create a platform for unity and empowerment and inspiration. And I think the next number of years for Hispanicize is to try to find unity for our Latino communities because that's the one thing that's keeping us from having a true powerful voice in our culture outside of our own circles of Latinos. What made you introduce the podcast category this year? Because podcasts are such a big thing in our community. People love it. It was overdue. So frankly, it's why wasn't this a part of it before? Well, we are certainly honored to have been nominated and blessed to have won. And we're going to bring it home to New York and have a huge celebration. We want to thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts for putting this together, bringing Latinos together, and for recognizing podcasts. Thank you. Well, God bless you guys. Wishing you much success. And keep that voice rolling because that's what we need for a lot of people to hear our stories, know our, our hopes, our dreams, all the positive things that we are about and that we're contributing to our culture. How can people find you on social media? Well, me personally, Manny Ruiz, or um, the company at Hispanicize um, on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. Um, I, I'm not as active on social as you would think because I got to run the business. But I, well, when I do get active on social, it's pretty social. Palante, palante. Felicidades. Adelante. Bye. Thank you. Wow, Rachel, that was amazing journalism over there in Miami, right after we won as well. And uh, I think now it's time for the Keloke. is it que lo que que lo que people mm. que lo que all right we got a couple things going on um so first big shout out to our friends over at hierro that's hierro.com as always much love to y'all they are the lifestyle and news platform for latino men this week they're talking about why guns in schools make black and latino boys unnecessary targets Ooh. head to hierro.com to read the whole story shout out to jessica couple other things we got going on just some quick shout outs um Okay, this was really cute, and I have to share what oh happened. Oh, my God. Okay, this has been such an emotional week for me. I'm mm. like, I need to stop crying. My eyes are very puffy. Mm. Um, all right, so I actually forgot that when I created the Latinos Out Loud Instagram that I added both an email address and a phone number. Oh. Uh, you know, I just kind of put my phone number in there. So I'm chilling at my parents' crib on a Sunday watching, I don't know, what Nature Cat on PBS with my kid. and uh, <laughs> Which is a great show, by the way. It's a cartoon all about nature and a cat. Um, and... <laughs> And I get this phone number pop up on my phone from Kannapolis, North Carolina. What? Yeah, and I'm like, what is this? So I decided to answer, and there was this little voice on the other end of a 15-year-old boy, what? and he was like, um, hi, is this the Latinos Out Loud podcast? And I was like, yeah, who's this? You know, I thought it was a prank. <laughs> and he was like, my name is Daniel Ernesto Barillas, oh. and I'm an avid fan of the Latinos Out Loud oh, podcast, dope. and I just finished 
listening to the Chef Kelvin episode and it changed my life. No way. And he basically said that our podcast gives him life. It makes him laugh. You know, when things are hard, he turns on our podcast and it changes his You cried right away, right? Of course I did. I was like, are you serious? Wow. I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. And this is a day after we got back from Miami. So you know my emotions are high. You were still still watching the video 40 times. (laughs) I've watched that video. I'm going to estimate. Mind you, you, while you were answering, you were watching the video. Yeah, I was like, "Uh, who is this? You interrupted me watching the video for the 77th time. Who is this? (laughs) But we we had a Can I call you back? We had like a 10-minute conversation. A 10-minute conversation? Yes. Yeah, a fan calls. I want to talk to him. Did his parents know? (laughs) (laughs) Who are you talking to? (laughs) Who's that? She sounds like an adult woman. (laughs) Well, shout out to Daniel. Thank you for listening. And thank you for sharing so much information about what we're doing here. We do it because we love it. But then, you know, you get a phone call like this and it kind of takes, you have to take a step back and be like, we're affecting people's lives. We're altering their moods. We're making them go from maybe pissed off to happy. And that's a really beautiful thing. And if you find Rachel's number somewhere, call her up. (laughs) She's always willing to spend at least 10 minutes talking with you. We're going to go back to Instagram and put Rachel's number back in there. No, 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 Feel free to call everybody. About that, I've removed my cell phone number from And hey, you know what? Send pics. Send pics, too. (laughs) She's totally cool with it. Nope, nope. So I took the phone number down. Uh, But thank you, Daniel. Shout out to you. Did you think it was a prank at first? Of course I did. Mike, Mike, stop. Okay, so a couple of shows that we have coming up. Shout out to Room 28. We have the Bragging Rights show at the Pit at the People's Improv Theater on May 11th. So just go to the pit-nyc for tickets. And then we also have a screening of the Latino Vortex film that is up for, speaking of award winning, mm. I mean, we're on a roll here, people. Wow. Room Girl. 28, I don't think we spoke about this yet on the podcast, but Room 28 already took NYC Indie Film Festival awards home for Best Cinematography, Best Ensemble wow. cast and best production wow. design for Latino Vortex. Oh. So shout out to us. We got some trophies in the mail coming our way, oh. but we're still up for the big one, which is best best short sketch comedy, and wow. that is going to be screened also on May 11th. Wow. And then the award ceremony is May 13th. So you guys, we'll are, find you guys out. are rocking it. I didn't even know that that sketch had production design. I was like, wow, really? Great. Woo. Shh, Jamie, shut Jamie, up. Right. All right. We already won that award. All right. They but can't you can take, take it back. back. They're going to take it back. Jerk. Yeah. Shout out to Mike's apartment for being the production design. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't, like, if you forgot, remember, there was the there was the um, baptism. Yes. There was a lot oh, of no, stuff yeah. that we had to switch around. So yeah. we had to sell it. Yes. And then uh, May 14th, Room 28 will be at the United Palace screening Ooh, the famous five. Famous United Palace? That's right. We'll be there screening five of our short sketches, and then there'll be a QA, and that's at 7 30 p.m. at the United Palace in Uptown Manhattan. Wow. And you can follow me at Rachel La Loca. My award winning Instagram page is up for the following my award winning Twitter and Facebook. So now that you took your phone number from the Instagram, do you want to give everyone their phone number now so they can call you just in case? How about I give you a 640? I'll go second. Five, 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 Mike. I'll go. So, uh, <laughs> Uptown Collective on April 28th, Saturday at 6.30. They're going to have the Atim 
top 60 masters create a space, uh, create a piece. Sorry about that. Um, and they're going to have over 150 thought-provoking artworks on exhibition. So you want any more information, you go to uptowncollector.com. And with CorrienteLatina.com, Rachel and I are actually going to be going to some red carpets this week. Um, and also, they're going to be for giving... For the Tribeca Film Festival. For the Tribeca Film Festival. I always, meant, I always forget that. I got your back. Oh, thanks. Right. Um, and then uh, for they also are going to have um, overboard contests for guaranteed seating giveaway that ends on Sunday. So go to CorrienteLatina.com. Right. Um, we're also going to be hosting the third show of Oscar Wow. wow. The live wow. One Another one? On May 17th Another on one. Thursday. Wow. Um, and then a shout out to Univision that had me on their YouTube series called yeah. Secreto. Uh, Frank's friend that you grew up with, right Frank? Julissa Bonfante. She, uh, That's a yeah. fun name. Yeah, she took us around on a nice tour of the Univision uh, uh, studios. We saw Frank got ideas. He wants to yeah. do your I'm gonna yeah, shoot my fake news from over here I now inspired, from the studio. Man. I saw like the actual set where the noticieros get on and they do their f- their news. I'm so glad you guys <laughs> went, and I'm. So, I mean, I, I, I Rachel, was, you should. I, I try to wake I, you I up. I know you dude. wanted me to go, but I needed a little me time and, I know. and yeah, me I know. and AKA beach time. You're damn oh, yeah. right, we son. We came instead. back with little color, little yeah. bronceada. Um, we came back, and Rachel went from white to bronze. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I put on my poly D tanning lotion. <laughs> yes, I own Poly D tanning lotion, and I uh, got a few shades darker while yeah. you guys were at Univision. Yes, so and Jalissa, also Jalissa uh, took us around. It was beautiful. Uh, she took Mike and I around. It was yeah, and they featured me there. So stay tuned. I'll probably be tweeting it when it comes out. And then also a shout out to the two squads, the me, the me too, and the pedal like squad that Woo-hoo! won awards. They cheered real loud yeah. at the awards. Felt very, very Julissa cool about was that. There. Gadiel yeah. was there. Gadiel. Shout out to Cat Lazo, who was yeah. there. Yeah. We saw a lot of our friends out there. Somos Loud was there. Yes. And then something told me to open up the Hispanicized uh, booklet or event program because there was a big, fat, an eight and a half by 11 ad for Somos Loud, which is the Latino Outreach Division of the AIDS Healthcare Foundation. How many years with was that Bago ago? With and I. Was last How many years? How many years? That was that? two years ago because that was like actually the fattest I've ever been in my life. Really? Oh, my God. I was like, oh, look at where I am. I think I'm thinner pregnant than I was in that Dang. picture. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's the truth. Uh-oh. But, you know, shout out to Loud who put us in their ad. And, uh, yeah. So you can catch me at Juan Bago. And also, shout out to everybody that while we were in Miami that said they were going to be listening to us. So welcome aboard. And then one more time, a big round of applause to our team, our crew, Yay! our staff, working hard. It's a very easy. Eddie, Desiree, Rosie, yeah. Brian. Uh, you know, y'all all definitely part of the squad. Danny, who always comes through and helps out. Aunt Palmini. Yeah. Shout out to you. This so is a team effort, baby. It makes it real easy to be on the mic when you have a team like this. So yes. thank you so much. And yes, make sure you subscribe and uh, stay tuned. Jamie, your turn. Um, Just real quick. Very interesting article. This serious Esquire.com, which is where I found your marathon, Thank you. marathon article. But actually, a serious article um, called When the Power Went Out in Puerto Rico. And this article talks about, it spends a day with the World Central Kitchen, um, celebrity chef Jose Andres's organization that served more meals to hungry Puerto Ricans after Hurricane Maria than the actual government. Mm. Wow. So this whole article talks about, uh, spent a day with them, uh, just last week, when uh, another blackout 
Mm, uh, no, across yes. Puerto Rico. One, one. Mm-hmm. Check out this article. Esquire is a mainstream, uh, you know, uh, publication. Ma- publication, and mm-hmm. go to their website. The fact that they're doing a story like this is pretty cool. So, um, check it out uh, on Esquire.com. It's okay. when the power went out in Puerto Rico, and just follow me uh, on Instagram, Jay Ferns. Oh. Yeah. Well, I just want to give uh, a shout out to all the LOLs, everybody that's been supporting us. Uh, I had a great time with both of you at, uh, in Miami. Um, the win was amazing. But, Rachel, I have something to tell you. Uh oh. Yes. What? Yes. This is not a conspiracy, yes. it's a Frank conspiracy. <laughs> the last time I went to Miami, 18 years ago, I went with my comadre, and she was pregnant. Wow. So when I was going with you, I said, damn, Rachel's pregnant. <laughs> this must mean something. So when we won, I said, you know what? That's what it must be. Rachel was pregnant. Ooh, nice. It's deep, Frank. Thank deep. you. I don't believe in coincidences, so. I, uh, d- you know, people ask me, like, you're super pregnant. It's crazy that you went out there. Something told me I had to go. And this is not me thinking I was going to win the award, but I was like, if I don't go, I'm going to regret it. And it really wasn't that bad, especially with you two guys always having my back, opening doors for me, carrying my suitcase. Thanks. Shout out to both of you Yo, I, I think, for helping I think, me. I think I got some new muscles, man. Are you that, complaining that, about that how heavy my suitcase yo, was? Bag, yo, I was carrying that bag. <laughs> Well, shout out to you guys. Thank you so much for having my back. Thank you to all of our listeners, new and old. Keep it coming. Keep the reviews coming. Latinos Out Loud, this is not just a podcast. It's a movement, baby. We out! Yo! Oye, mijo, ¿qué show es ese que están escuchando? Tremenda Vaina! Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina. Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com. There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.